Hello, and welcome to the Optical Chronicles with me, the Optical Girl, where I will share with you all the crazy shit that goes down. An optical dispensary may seem like a boring place, but let me tell you, it goes down. Before we start this episode, I wanted to bring something up. Not only is today Friday the 13th, but also a full moon. And let me tell you, the crazies were out. I had people wagging their fingers in front of girls' faces. I had a technician in tears. And I had my ophthalmologist cussed out with about 10 F-bombs you could hear from the waiting room. Crazy. So go ahead, go to my webpage, opticalchronicles.com, and send me a message about the crazies you had today. And we'll go over it in a future episode. Now today's episode is called Working Moms. And I want to welcome everyone to this very special episode of the Optical Chronicles. Joining me today is my good friend, the Optical Chick. What's up, Chica? Hey! Working six days a week in a busy optical can be exhausting. After a hard eight-hour shift, dealing with the lady and angry little old men, coming home is such a treat. And the cherry on top is seeing your sweet little angel... Face lighting up when you come home. All your stress melts away as your little one updates you with what went on in their day while you are out dueling with patients. Yeah, that's about five minutes. Then you're bombarded with 18 million more stresses. Your husband is hungry for dinner. Your kid needs help with their homework. The sink is full of dirty dishes. The laundry baskets are full. Bills need to be paid. The dog needs a walk. You promised yourself you would get in some cardio and meal prep, but you also promised the church you would bake cookies. The school, you would make a banner, and your mother-in-law, you would help make party favors. The list never ends. The pile of books you want to read is as tall as the Eiffel Tower, and your TV recording device is full. You have endless Pinterest boards you will never finish. So how do working moms do it? So, Miss Optical Chica, I have a few questions for you as a working mom. How do you leave your work stress at the door? Do I really want to bring it home? How do you know when you have overfilled your plate with too many commitments? Hmm, that's a tough one because I always tend to put everything on my plate trying to please everyone. But I feel that when my daughter tells me it's time for her, then I need to give her her time. Because you do a lot. Not only do you work full time, but you're very active in your church. I know. Yes, I am. I love doing stuff for the community. And so we do that all the time. And then also just being able to be with family. That's really important for me. And I've seen on social media, you go on some really, really cool trips. Oh my gosh, yes. So I just came back from a missions trip. It was so awesome because I went to my native country and I haven't been to my country in about 15 years and I was able to do zip lining. That was just an adventure in itself. We should have optical zip lining. When patients are like on our nerves, I'll just put them on the zip line and fling them down the hall to another office. And then we can swing them by so they can get some trees in their faces. <laughs> so um what was it like coming back from maternity leave i think it was a little hard because i know that you have to do 
the pumping and the breast milk. And for me, it was very important that my child would be able to have her milk and have the nutrients that she needs. And it was hard for me because at first they're like, oh, you can pump in the bathroom. And I was got really upset because I told them, I was like, well, you don't eat in the bathroom. So why am I going to pump my child's milk in the bathroom? So I like that. That's such a good point. I don't eat in the bathroom. I don't want my child's food to be in the bathroom. And so we actually made a schedule that where I was going to be in the break room. And there was a camera in the break room. And so I had to actually like turn it away when I was going to pump. And um, that was a little uncomfortable. But at the end, that actually worked. One thing that was easy for me is because I had my dad taking care of my daughter. And I think that's the easiest thing that you can do. Make sure that you have someone there that you trust to take care of your kids. Because there's some crazy people out there. Hence today with all the screaming of the patients. And then, oh yeah, I don't even want to get that started. That's very true. I actually pulled my son out of like three or four daycares. Until finally my best friend's mom would watch him while I was at work. It's such a blessing to have a family member that you can really trust when you come back. I love my daddy-o. The hardest thing for me when I came back from maternity leave was um, talking to adults. I took an extended maternity leave, and when I came back and I would try and tell patients how to, like, do the instruments or do the tests, I'd find myself talking to them like babies, or sometimes I would sing. So put your forehead here and put your chin down there. That's hilarious. I catch myself doing that all the time. So we decided to do this really cute photo shoot for her first day of kindergarten and I've been catching myself oh my daughter's in kindergarten I pulled out my phone show her the pictures and it was like oh my gosh she's so pretty she looks like me or she looks like you and I was like no she looks like my husband and then I remind me of a meme that I saw it's like John Cena standing in a dress like this is what you feel like when your daughter when people say your daughter looks like a son I was like oh my gosh this is so me but that's just a side comment anyways yeah I find myself talking about my daughter all the time. She is the most precious thing to me in the world. And I think every mom can relate to this. Absolutely. And I think my patients feel um, really excited when my kid is at work and they get to meet him because they've heard about him because I'm always talking about him. So tell me, um, Optical Chica, what do you do when you miss your baby and you're at work? I usually go and look at my phone and look at the pictures I do envy you because you are able to have a desk and I wish I could have a desk so I can put pictures of my baby and just have to go over there because I can't always get my phone. But I would definitely get my phone. And in the beginning, I would actually call and just would talk to my baby and I would hear her goo-goos and the, it made me feel so warm inside. But that's different now when she's bigger so she can actually have a conversation with me. And the good thing is that she's in school now so that doesn't always affect me. I know that she's in school. I do. I have pictures of him all over my desk. My patients are always asking me, oh, is that your son? Oh, he plays soccer? Well, no, we're just weirdos and wear soccer uniforms and pose with soccer balls at fields. He doesn't play though. And then of course in the lab, I have all the pictures that he's drawn me taped up all over the place. And I so miss those calls when they actually want to talk to you and they have little goo-goos and gagas. Now, when I'm on the phone with my son, it's, what do you want? Hi. Okay, bye. I hope my little one never does that because I think I'm going to die. <laughs> I know. It's the worst. So tell me, 
Doesn't it just warm your heart to see your baby rocking designer shades? OMG, yes. I remember that I would always buy the Ray-Bans and the cute little Gucci and just make sure that she was always looking super cute. I love it. Just um, seeing the little designer labels on their glasses. My son had, of course, lots of Ray-Bans. He had the cost, but he used to rock these really cool Dolce Gabbanas. I used to love it. Him and his little stroller rocking the Dolce Gabbanas. I'm going to have to see a picture of that one. I still have them, actually. Do you feel maternal towards children patients that you have watched grow? Yes, because I feel like it took a part of me that I had to help them not that I had to him I got to help them to be able to see or to give them the opportunity to um you know find their glasses make them feel comfortable and I feel like a lot of moms have that mom instinct and then makes the kids feel more comfortable about them getting glasses for the first time and then I actually had a patient um about eight years ago and their kid was five and I found them on the store actually recently and they're like you're the girl that helped me find my glasses and now I'm talking to this 13 14 year old I was like and of course I felt old but you know it just makes you feel so good that they recognize you on the streets oh like you're the one that helped me and you were so sweet to my child and it just brings me back so many memories that happened to me recently I ran into one of my teenage patients i've been helping him for over 10 years and his face lit up he said oh optical girl optical girl and he gave me a big hug it made me feel really good like oh i am someone special to you and there's nothing you will ever forget about helping a child with their first pair of glasses and seeing their face light up when they can see for the first time that is one of the reasons why i love being an optician i just love that amazing look or i love Helping a patient, you know, five-year-old, six-year-old pick out their first pair and certain stories just stay in your mind forever. I had this one five-year-old little girl. She picked out these really cute, um, what was it, a juicy couture frame. The temple was pink, but when it was in the sun, it turned white and we put transitions in them. So when she's inside, it looks like one pair of glasses. And when she goes outside, the temples change color and the lens change color. The next year when she came back, I asked her about it and her face lit up. She goes, oh, these are the coolest glasses ever. Everybody loves them. Everybody thinks it's so cool. And it just really warms my heart to be like, oh, I made that happen. Those are some awesome stories. It just gives you a total satisfaction. It kind of reminds me of those like baby videos when they put the glasses for the first time and they turn around and they see their mom. And I'm like, that's what I can do. And that, that's just taking part of that. It's just awesome. Would you ever give up working to be a stay-at-home mom? Oh, that's a really hard question. I really love what I do. I really do. Just being able to give the gift of sight to my patients is awesome. But being a mom is pretty awesome, too. It's pretty amazing. I was able to be off of work for a year. And in that moment, I felt like I was the best stay-at-home mom I could possibly be, be able to be with her, play with her, encourage her, teach her, love on her. And I think that's just something awesome to do. I just don't know. I think I love what I'm doing now that I can work part-time and still be able to be with her. So I think I would say no for the moment. 
I would definitely be a stay-at-home mom as long as I have a young child. Once he's like out of the house, I would go back to work in a heartbeat. Because there's more to just the hours you're on the clock. There's also preparing your lunch the night before, getting your clothes ready. There's a lot of, you know, doing your hair and makeup. Because as a stay-at-home mom, I'm going to have a bun and no makeup. And that's uniform. You know what? You have a good point about going back to work when your kids are out of the house. And just because I feel at that point, you're like, okay, what do you have in common with your husband? You have in common a child and then you're like oh you mean when my kid leaves my husband will still be there that's part of the deal oh my gosh i had no idea oh my goodness i'll be stuck with this guy dun 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 not that guy this guy (laughs) as a working mom do you ever feel like you can't give your little one all the time that they need yes and no Yes, because I wish I could pick her up from school. And no, because I know that I'm working most of the time that she's in school. So it's a kind of 50-50. It depends. Because I do want to be that mom that unfortunately my mom couldn't be. And I know she would want to have been able to be. Like being part of the PTA, going to the field trips with me. I want to be that mom, bake the cookies, and be able to go to the PTA meetings. I remember for fourth grade, I think, or fifth grade, we have to make that mission. Remember that mission model? I did Mission San Jose. I did San Juan Bautista. And I loved it because we baked a cake. That was my best memory I could have with my mom. And I wish I can do that with my child all the time and I will fight for San Juan Bautista mission when she's in fourth grade because I want to make that cake too. I love going on field trips. Field trips are my favorite. I like having like all the little kids in my group and just being like the little mother hen to all these little kids. I love um, coaching soccer. That is so much fun. That's one of my like most passionate things. I just feel like I don't have enough time to do everything. I feel like my son doesn't get everything he could get like i'm not june cleaver i think i'm gonna have to clone you her name is june cleaver right from leave it to beaver <laughs> i think it's june clever cleaver is it i, I don't, i've never even seen leave it to beaver i just know yes you have they remade it into a movie in the 90s we watched it all the time imdb I it anyways so now we're gonna do something a little bit fun Welcome to Stay in Focus. I'm going to give you a random letter or topic, and you will have six seconds to come up with a word or phrase that exists in optical. For example, a word that starts with R. Ray-band. Something gradient. A sunglass lens. Got it? I think so. All right. Our first one is the letter P. The pupil. Something that spins. My mind. (laughs) The letter A. Oh, an apple because you're the apple of my eye. When you are mad, you may throw. A paper clip or rubber bands because you do that all the time. Where you hide snacks. In my tummy. The letter S. 
sunglasses. Sunglasses. <laughs> you may find me napping here. Oh, that's an easy one. The laser chair. When my manager makes me mad, what do I do to avoid working? She makes you mad too? Oh, wait, that's not the part. That's the question. Uh, uh, oh, you pretend to uh, cut lenses. The letter E. Yeah. Time. Name something that smells. Oh, I know this one. High index. It smells so bad when you're cutting it. A type of plastic. Polycarbonate. My favorite tool. The screwdriver. The letter K. Or is that your drink? I'm just kidding. Go. <laughs> hey, don't question what was in my orange juice, okay? Just because I was drinking it out of a fancy cup and I was really chill after. The question was, the letter K. Oh, K. K oh my gosh. Keratoconus. Keratoconus. I think I just lost my job. That's okay. We've got this. A funny diagnosis. Uh, I guess diabetic mellitus, but I always say call it malicious because you're so malicious. Diabetic <laughs> is so bad. Common way to break glasses. At the temple. And what do we have for our winner tonight? A shiny new car! <gasps> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I need a new car! Just kidding. Well, that's all the time we have today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd like to give a special thanks to my very first guest, the Optical Chica. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.